0: episode 307. It is Thursday here in Cincinnati. It's raining, gray, not too cold, but definitely a little on the dreary side. I come to you from yoga with my mom and some beautiful women in this class that Catherine hosts, the most amazing Catherine. And what is, uh, Blah, 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 blah. It was <laughs> land in this space. <laughs> what is most present for me, um, besides the beauty of that energy space and how awesome Kundalini Yoga is, which you guys are probably of me talking about, but it rocks. <laughs> it totally rocks. <laughs> when we were finished with class, we were just chatting the woman and saying a you know, quick hello and talking about Thanksgiving weekend next week because we won't have class because it's the Thursday And we just got into this really funny conversation about the meal, the actual Thanksgiving meal. And that started me in my meditation time at home on this whole track about timing. (laughs) So I'm just going to sort of meander through it. And it's just one of those rambling kind of episodes today. So we were talking about how the actual meal itself is not that complicated. You put a turkey in the oven. Maybe you put stuffing in. You know, there's not a lot of complexity to the recipe for the most part. The complexity is in the timing, in in having everything hot and ready at the same time and on the table. And so the woman who sits next to me in class, you're we just laughing about that, like, you know, it's not such a big deal, but it really is a big deal <laughs> because if you're good at Thanksgiving dinner, everything is hot and it's all ready at the same time, and you need two ovens or you need lots of stovetops. Or <laughs> just how funny it was. And so I was just thinking about that when, when I was home, and remembering uh, drawing the parallel to when I make breakfast for my son. So my son often will have his friends over and they spend the night in the basement and just have this massive rowdy party. And then in the morning they want a hot breakfast and I have, I have learned to oblige and <laughs> to create lots of food because they are very hungry teenagers. And what has been so fun for me is to come up with a sequence in which everything needs to be made so that it's all ready at the same time. Let me just add, just because it's ready at the same time and it's all hot, doesn't mean they get their butts upstairs fast enough to eat it while it's warm. If they're in the middle of, you know, whatever their game is they're playing, then sometimes it's 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, are you kidding? I mastered the timing and then you're going to let the food sit there and get cold? Like what? So one of my additional skills that I've done is, you know, I've learned to put the food in the oven, (laughs) like on low temperature and keep it warm. (laughs) This is probably a duh to many moms, but when I figured it out, I thought I was a rock star because <laughs> then the food was always warm. But it's been fascinating to figure it out, to, to come up with this sequence of, you know, bacon or sausage or eggs and then starting the pancakes and making sure they're kept warm. And, you know, it's just, it's like a dance or a game to me to deliver it all to the table right at the same temperature (laughs) right when I say it's going to be ready (laughs) that's the other thing with Thanksgiving for many years you know it's it's sort of around this time we might eat (laughs) but I reserve the right to be flexible (laughs) and it might be by an hour or two (laughs) you know there's a not that long an hour maybe I've been off on my timing (laughs) at least by an hour and I'm sure anyone who delivers to the table on their food can relate to this story. But it becomes, um, for me, this challenge and then this uh, skill to be able to coordinate everything so that as it's delivered, there's this internal satisfaction of, I just mastered that. <laughs> I just rocked it. like I am so amazing because the food is all hot and on the table at the same time. It may not be a big deal to some of you. It's a really big deal to me. (laughs) And so as I was sitting in meditation thinking about that, I just started thinking about how many other, um, let's see how to say this, how many other ways we play with our own ability to master coordinating all these different parts. You know, like um, for my husband, when he is delivering a show, you know, there are so many parts and pieces to the set, to the orchestra, the costumes, the actors. You know, there are all these elements that need to be brought together and to be practiced and perfected enough so that when they open the show, it's flawless or as close to flawless as possible and everything is just delivered at the same time. You know, you think of surgeries and, oh my God, the list is like endless. So as I was reflecting on that, you know, it just, for me, in my mind, this is how my mind <laughs> sort of draws connections. <laughs> I was just connecting it to the co-creation of of life here on this planet, what it's like to bring all the elements together and have everything just sync up exactly when you want it to sync up and how rare it is well it that sounds limiting how more common it is that it doesn't sync up and how fascinatingly awesome it is when we have those moments of everything being delivered to the table hot you know you just know that you rocked it you just know and I live for those moments. I love those moments. And they aren't as common or as frequent as I would like. (laughs) So I'm kind of going around and about this topic. see how I'd want to share it in a different way. I believe life can be like a game. And when, when we have a sense of where we're going and we can start to bring some of the pieces and the elements together, sometimes there's that magical alchemy where everything is just exactly as we desired it or planned it or knew the potential was possible. And it just happens, right? It just happens. And everything is perfect, like exactly as we dreamed for it to be. And then, (laughs) There are those other moments where it is not that <laughs> I hear like bum bum, bum. <laughs> Like It is not that at all. <laughs> and so, you know, how do we play with this game of life and align with the energy that lets us have more and more of those magical moments and <laughs> fewer of the bum 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 moments? <laughs> and I don't know that I haven't figured out. I I'm enjoying discerning more and playing with it more and not judging myself as much when it isn't magical and fireworks going off and ease and grace everywhere. (laughs) When we were sitting in yoga today, this is probably what brought it all home or together for me. It was this beautiful Kriya. I mean, Catherine just finds the most beautiful things to show us and one of the mudras or the positions you hold with your hand you um, let's see how do I describe it it's like (sighs) it's so funny my mind just totally went blank (laughs) what was it (laughs) oh my god that's hysterical it totally just left my mind that's so funny okay what was it I was going to say do you ever have that happen where, like, I mean, clearly, I'm not meant to say it, or would be right here because I saw it and then it just disappeared. So we were talking. To, oh, it was the disappointment. That's what it was. So you, <laughs> that was for emphasis from my soul <laughs> because I hardly ever get a totally blank mind. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. She had us in one of the mudras, put our hand on our heart, and then put our other hand on top of it, and then you. Lean, um, because 11 is a big number in kundalini yoga. And so you do 11 sequences of different positions often. And so you have your hand to your heart, and then you feel an emotion or something in your body that you want to release or move out. And then you lean still with your hands on your heart, and you're sitting in easy pose, you know, cross-legged sort of. You lean to the left knee with your hand on your heart and just release that emotion and then you sit back up and then you lean down to your right knee and release it and then you go back to your left knee and you do that sequence 11 times and so she was asking us what is it that you want to focus on like let that come to your awareness and then we'll start and you know just do the sequence 11 times and it was interesting because she was using words like you know anger or sadness or grief or confusion you know all these emotions that are common and complex and the word i heard right away was disappointment i was like disappointment that's so interesting because i wouldn't i don't feel like i'm disappointed that often that i would need to release that but clearly it had just been present for me and so you know that was what i focused on is releasing disappointment and so when i was meditating at home right before this podcast I was like, what is it with the disappointment? I wonder why that was the emotion that is most real right now. I mean, I have I have an incredible life. I have an amazing, extraordinary life that fulfills me. And I was like, what? Why disappointment? And what I what I felt in my meditation was it's disappointment about the timing not always being perfect. The co-creation elements not always coming together in the way that I sort of thought they could or hoped they would or dreamed it would all sort of align. You know, sometimes the the table delivery, to use my title, the table delivery is not flawless. And, and I get disappointed about that. You know, I, I want... I want it to go as I see it to go. I want it to be as satisfying and beautiful for everyone around me as it feels for me. And sometimes it's not the same for other people. They don't feel it the same way I feel it or they don't see it the same way I see it. And, and so the way I thought we would all be just like melting into this awesomeness, it doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. And so there's my human disappointment in, oh, man, (laughs) you know, like, thought I had that one figured out, like, what went wrong, or why didn't it go the way I thought, or, you know, this human, like, oh, that's what I was working on releasing today. And so the example of Thanksgiving dinner and making breakfast for my son and his friends, like, these examples are small ways of illustrating the bigger picture that I see of table delivery you know we have we have this human life that we think is going to go one way and we dream it'll look the certain path and then it requires others to come into co-creation with us so that everything can be delivered exactly right and sometimes um not everyone is on the same flow or has the same um vision or expectation and then also there's there's the surprising amazing expansive way that our soul or source will deliver something to us that's even bigger than we thought it would be or that involves people we didn't even know yet you know we were thinking it would be like this with this person and then whoa <laughs> here comes this whole parade of all these other people <laughs> so it's it's just interesting today you know maybe it's mercury going direct it's it's a little bit like backwards forwards big picture small picture (laughs) like I want to control it and then also I know I need to surrender to the bigger vision that my soul has and also why can't I control it (laughs) why can't it go the way I want it to go (laughs) so that's where I am it's a fun contemplation and I share it with you and yeah, maybe that's an internal challenge you play with, is how, how is your table delivery with your meals? <laughs> Yours might be calling <laughs> calling up a to-go takeout number, <laughs> in which case your delivery is flawless, because <laughs> you're not the one getting it ready on time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's fun when we have these examples from our everyday life to draw the parallel to all of life, big picture life. so I send you off with whatever nuggets you took from that all right back tomorrow Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at MySoulJourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love, from my heart to yours.